Hey guys, this is Matt. Welcome to the first episode of the Human Animal Podcast. I am here with my good friend Jake Geary, and we are ready to get things started. How are you doing today, Jake? Outstanding. It's a Friday before a long weekend, so it's awesome. I know. I love it. I love the three-day weekends. We, we so rarely get them as trainers because uh, we're ready to be uh, training people every day of the week. Most people, I feel like, want us to be open on Sundays. Luckily, we're not yes. open on Sundays. Yeah, fortunately for us, we're not, but... Yeah, a lot of people, that's their down day, so they have time to train. Yeah, well, we'll hold off of that. But uh, basically what we want to cover today, uh, we want to introduce the podcast, why we're doing the podcast, and kind of what our backgrounds are and why you should maybe consider listening to us. Or maybe not listening to us, based on your own judgment. (laughs) (laughs) And and on how uh, (laughs) manic this podcast becomes. Yeah. Um, But basically, my name is Matt. I am... Uh, the runner of freefitguy.com, and I am a full-time strength and conditioning coach here in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, I've been working at Force Fitness and Performance for over two years now, and I'm basically in charge of um, adult programming. Uh, I run uh, group classes as well. I run kids' classes for kids six to nine years old, uh, and I do the programming, coaching, um, individual assessments and nutrition guidance. So I kind of have my hand in a lot of different aspects uh, of the coaching uh, sphere. And my background, uh, I started off actually going to school and studying Japanese and physics at North Carolina. Go Heels. I had to throw it in there. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I I went to Japan after that, after I graduated, I went to Japan and spent two years teaching English there. And while I was over there, I really realized that training and nutrition and helping other people achieve an optimal level of health was my passion. That's what I really wanted to do. And I was lucky enough to have a wonderful wife who supported me in making that transition. And the rest is basically history. So I'm certified through the American College of Sports Medicine, CrossFit. I'm a level two MoveNet certified trainer, FMS certified, precision nutrition certified, and I've done several uh, mobility and movement courses with guys like uh, Kelly Starrett. Um, So yeah, I kind of have a a wide array of background and interests as well within the field. So that's kind of where I'm at. Jake, how about you? Well, you're also ARFR. Certified. I am ARFR certified too. Athletic Revolution, Fitness Revolution certified. So yep. I can't even remember them all anymore, dude. <laughs> they just keep piling up. So for me, I first became interested in fitness. Uh, really, you know, early middle school, uh, performance-wise. You know, I was an athlete in in pop Warner football, and then through uh, through school. Um, so I always wanted to excel in that. So I started training at a, at a pretty young age. Uh, went to college at IU. Go Hoosiers! Yeah, there you go. In. I know. <laughs> um, we have and, better basketball. Yes, yes we. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, all right. I know. I'll give you that. Um, so uh, I went to IU and studied kinesiology. Uh, so I have a degree in exercise science with a minor in medical sciences. Uh, right out of college, I went and started uh, in the business side of of fitness. Uh, so the way I saw it was, how can I affect as many people as possible? How can I make fitness accessible 
to more people. And I saw through the business side of getting people involved um, that I, I really had a, an opportunity to influence individuals. So currently, I'm the general manager of Force Fitness and Performance, uh, where on a daily basis, I meet with individuals and, and really, uh, it's kind of the onboarding uh, for everyone. They come meet with me. I talk to them about their nutrition and goals and mindset uh, across the board and ensure that they are uh, ready to get started. They know what to expect and that I can, I can get them really excited about uh, training and changing their lives. So uh, that, that's kind of my thing. Um, I am FMS certified as well through the ARFR uh, also. Uh, and then I have my degree in the kinesiology. Wonderful. So, and and I, I can tell you from experience, Jake does an awesome job um, pulling people in and getting him started. So he's the linchpin that kind of holds the whole, yes. the whole ship together. And first thing we kind of want to talk about is why are we doing this podcast? Uh, why are we putting this out there on the interwebs? I know there's at least, what, 60,000 other health and fitness podcasts. Yes, yes. Uh, why, why listen to us? Well, the, the first reason we're doing this, I think, is actually for us. Mm-hmm. We want a chance to sit down and, and talk through some ideas more that we've had and experiences we've been going through. And we both love listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of like any other thing. At first, you want to tr- you, you try it, and then you want to get more involved in the creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, just like fitness, like we have people that have been with us training for a while. Once they've gone through a couple programs, they've done. They want to know more about the inner workings of it. They have more questions. People get more involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the first one I think. Yeah. Right. And the second one, for me at least, is actually just as a resource for our members at mm-hmm. Force Fitness. Yeah, absolutely. We have 350 people about right now. Right around there. I like this as an idea or as a, a method to explore uh, questions and ideas and, and, like you said, be a resource. But, you know, a lot of times we hear the same types of questions all the time. Um, but this could be an opportunity for maybe one of the, the, the listeners to, you know, send in a message. Go to thefreefitguy.com and then and say, hey, what about this? You know, nobody's been able to answer this question for me. What do you guys think? And then we can do some research on it and then educate ourselves further. Yeah. Uh, you can do the education part. I'm probably just going to spitball. <laughs> <laughs> You're already so good. <laughs> I know. We're so good at this already. Uh, no, but yeah, I see it as a, as a resource for people to access. Because like Jake was saying, we do really hear a lot of the same questions over and over again. And it's not that I don't trust other people to answer those questions. It's that I want to be able to answer them within our framework in a way that I think is, is healthy for our members and our individuals. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, I think the third reason we're doing this is just, like you said, furthering education, putting our two cents out there, kind of mm-hmm. our unique perspective. I think one of the things we both, both bring to the table is we are full-time coaches and trainers and we're in the gym for 40 plus hours a week interacting with people, dealing with uh, the roadblocks that come up, preventing people from achieving their goals mm-hmm. and troubleshooting with them. And in that kind of compressed environment, we've definitely learned how to deal with some of those situations. And so we mm-hmm. want to try to help more people achieve that. Definitely. So that being said, I think one 
one thing that would be really important to talk about a little bit is what is our framework for how we would think about questions, answer questions, what kind of background or principles do we abide by when talking about nutrition or training or other things? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, we, when, in regards to, kind of a, a deep question, but in regards to maybe nutrition, we look at, um, we want to always go with, I would say, quality first, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to ensure that what we're putting in our body is going to be uh, something that's really going to fuel you well. It's going to be the most nutrient-dense foods that you can, you can find and, and provide for yourself. So we want to look for local, um, locally sourced stuff. Um, so it's, it's got a, a better impact on our environment and on you uh, with the improved nutrition of the, um, the food, right? Mm -hmm. um, in regards to training, what do you think? Or if you'd like to expand on that. Yeah, on the, so yeah, we have three nutrition principles we normally go by, and Jake kind of summed them all up in one. The, the first one is quality first. We really, this is our focus. Uh, before we change anything else, before we worry about adding quantity, adding more training sessions, uh, messing around with how much food we're eating, uh, we want to make sure whatever the training sessions we do and the food we're, we're putting into our body is as high quality as we can make it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean expensive because I think that's an immediate turnoff. People think, you know, if I'm thinking quality, it has to be expensive and I can't afford that. That's not necessarily what we're saying. We're saying we want to give people the highest quality advice we can on their nutrition and training and find out where we can make the biggest bang for their buck investment. Mm -hmm. What's the smallest change we can make that has the biggest impact? Yeah. Um, the second thing we, we think about are we frame things in as healthy body, healthy mind. Mm -hmm. And this for me is really important. And I, I feel like in the fitness industry, we are seeing a trend towards this more and more, but less negative reinforcement. Absolutely. More positive reinforcement of, of why we're doing things and, you know, not just crushing ourselves into the ground. Um, also understanding how fitness and nutrition relate to our mental health. And our physical health and how that the mental health and physical health are in, innately connected they're mm -hmm. not separate mm -hmm. so we can see signs and symptoms pop up in either place and they could have the same root cause yeah and finally uh, sustainable lifestyle change mm -hmm. and we think of sustainability both in terms of what is sustainable for you as well as what is sustainable for our environment and our community mm -hmm. um, making I see it's really sad to see so many people come in and have been on what would be considered a crash diet, something that is not sustainable for them. Either it's too low calorie, it's too low carb, it's too low fat, or it's just they, don't, they aren't taught the skills to kind of succeed in that kind of system. And they yo-yo up and down, mm -hmm. back and forth, back and forth, to the point where when they come in, they basically feel like they've failed at health and fitness. Yeah. And they they internalize these you know cockamamie schemes not working for them as their failure. When in right. fact, they probably weren't provided with the resources and the education they needed to succeed in the first place. Yeah, they started off with a bad plan. So, those are the three things we always come back to mm -hmm. framing our nutrition and and it really works well for, for training as well. They're transferable. Mm -hmm. 
And then the last thing that we really, I think, focus on, it's almost a fourth principle coming out of Precision Nutrition with John Berardi, who I love John. I have a little bit of a man crush on John, so i got to kind of <laughs> tone that down a little bit. But uh, outcome-based decision-making. Yeah. And this is where I feel like it's so easy to put the blinders on mm-hmm. when it comes to health and fitness because – it's so personal. It's personal. Um, you're going to identify with, with a certain way of doing things, usually pretty rapidly. And if it works for you at all, you're going to be very um, hesitant to accept anything else yep. or to want to try anything else because why yeah. would you? Right. But we also see the same uh, similar story. A uh, woman comes in. You know, how's your nutrition? My nutrition's awesome. I really dialed in. I've really been focused on keeping everything low fat. Um, you know, making sure I'm getting you know, tons, whole grains. All, whole grains, which obviously we have our own opinions about that mm-hmm. already. Um, and then they say, you know, so I, you know, I'm doing everything right, but keeping it under a thousand calories. Keeping it under oh god, yeah, under a thousand calories. So they say I'm doing everything right, but. I'm not losing weight or I don't feel good or, you know, uh, I keep, I keep having belly fat accumulate around my belly, my, uh, belly button, my belly line. And the, the simple question we want to ask in that situation is, okay, what are you doing now? And objectively trying to remove emotion, at least for a little bit, is that working for you? The same thing can be said of our recommendations. Mm Mm-hmm. For anyone out there listening, we, we suggest something. I encourage you to try it. But again, judge your success based on your individual response, not based on uh, the fact that we're excited about this solution for you. I think that happens very often in the health and fitness industry. Someone tells you, hey, I've been doing this. It works so well for me. I feel so good. And so based on that expectation, you almost, you almost accept the results before you really test it out. Yeah. You yeah. know? Absolutely. Uh, and I feel like that's, that's a big thing for a lot of people. They, they think it's an end-all, be-all, this is the one solution. Uh, and, and really, it's like you said, it's going to be it, – it, a lot of it's specific to you. Um, and – is there one solution that's going to fit for every single person? No, that's, that's not the way it works. Um, but we, we can just make recommendations. And as you said, we evaluate how did, how did you feel? You know, um, were you successful with that? If not, then let's look to change some things up. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's kind of, uh, that hopefully gives you guys an idea of what our framework is going to be based around and how we kind of attack any questions or topics or rants that come up in the future. And overall, our message is just we want to help you get healthy. We want to analyze uh, your health, fitness, and training in the modern age. We want to understand how the human body works, how you can best optimize your health given whatever circumstances you're in. And we hope we want to give people hope. We want to give people hope because we work with, we've worked with thousands of clients. Absolutely. 
And right now we have about 350 clients in the gym working with us right now. Mm-hmm. And no matter what situation I've seen, we've been able to make a positive change. Absolutely. doesn't matter if they're double knee replacement, um, you know, a history of up and down dieting, uh, bad mental image. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of different things. And, and I would say in almost every single case, we've been able to make a positive impact on that person. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the thing is, how are we judging success or a, a positive influence? Mm-hmm. And I, really, I look at it as something as small as somebody leaving with a smile on their face. They feel better whenever they're leaving than they do when they show up. If nothing else than that, is it worth your time? Probably, right? So, so many people get wrapped up in, in success only being on the scale. And there are so many other ways to measure your success that, that you're really just doing yourself a disservice if that's the only way you're yeah, determining your progress. Um, so there's so many other ways to measure it that you know, that would be sad if it was the only way you were. Okay, so uh, hopefully we didn't get too heavy there. You get the idea <laughs> of our principles. We do want this hopefully to be fun. So uh, we're going to finish today with just one question, and Jake doesn't know this question is coming. Uh-oh. So I'm going to ask him, and then, and then we'll, we'll spit the ball this around a little bit. Uh, Jake, if you knew the zombie apocalypse was one year away, yes. how would you train and feed yourself? How? Oh, oh my God. I know. I'm um, telling you. How would I train? Well, I would train... So these zombies just trying to eat me? How are they going to attack me? Are they superhuman zombie zombies? Zombie apocalypse. I'm, I'm not going superhuman. I'm going classic shambling, walking dead zombies covering the earth. You know... Okay. What are going to be what are going to be the the focus of your program in nutrition, or what you know? Are you just going to crawl under your bed and and, and eat uh, Twinkies, Twinkies, and cry <laughs> yourself to sleep watching uh, Titanic over and over again? Okay, because you know the end of the world. Is <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going ninja training. Ninja training. Ninja, that bottom line ninja training. Uh, if you've ever seen American Ninja, that's or wait. Yeah. American Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior. Yep. I quit watching TV, so I've lost it. But uh, uh, so American Ninja Warrior. I mean, to be so versatile and be able to use your environment to your advantage—that is is the way to do it. Um, so the, the parkour style, mm-hmm. definitely be doing that. Um, martial arts training as well. Depends on how many other people are training like me, I guess. Yeah. Um, so nutrition, um, I'm going to eat as much good food, protein, veggies, healthy fats as possible. But I mean, that's how I would always eat just because I feel the best that way until the last, oh, maybe month and a half mm-hmm. when I'm going to start reintegrating the grains and the junk into me. So whenever I have to eat disgusting food, um, that my, I'm not dying mm-hmm. Because the the zombies are going to uh, creep up on me, yeah. So I'd have to try to get my body used to that again, and I'd, I'd have to give it a full month and a half or so. I gotcha. How would you train? That, I'm so glad you asked that question, Jake. <laughs> I actually like where you're at. I think the parkour and the martial arts parkour, not as much. If you guys don't know what parkour is, parkour is uh, basically the idea that you're going to be able to move from point A to point B in an environment as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's different from free running. Free running, or you see guys doing tricks, 
purposefully doing like flips and trying to hit uh, cool something that's more artistic, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're looking at the practical. How do I get from point A to point B the fastest? Isn't it in? Have you ever seen Zombieland? Yes. Okay. Isn't it Zombieland? He's like, you need more cardio. Mm -hmm. You know, number one is cardio. I don't know if I agree with that. I think sprinting. Yes. Being able to repeat sprint and then uh, uh, get out of danger as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. I think that would be probably number one. Yeah, because they're not they're not moving at high speeds. They're not moving at high speeds. I mean, I guess the idea if you needed to stay away from them, my idea is that I get to a, a point quickly where I'd be able to rest. But parkour for sure. Um, One I thing love, to add. Yeah, oh, please jump in. Definitely weapons training. <laughs> weapons training, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I would be doing that as well. I feel like that's the one thing I've gotten out of The Walking Dead is that I need to learn how to use a crossbow. Yes. Because that and a uh, sword. A sword, yeah. If I, can get, if I can get swords down and crossbows down, I think I'm pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where we need to go for, for the sword training. I probably should have picked that up when I was in Japan. I feel like I failed in preparing myself for the zombie apocalypse a little yeah. bit. If you didn't come back with a samurai sword, I don't know what yeah. you were doing while you were there. I would, I would probably train, my training would be almost every day. Yeah. And I normally don't, I don't necessarily recommend high intensity training, but I'd be doing some sort of skills training every day. Yeah. And then I'd be trying to build a base. I would actually, I'd probably get away from uh, a lot of big muscle like hypertrophy training. Definitely. I would get way more into the muscular endurance training stuff where I can repeat tasks for a long time. Still keep up some baseline like heavy lifts. Um, definitely grip strength. I feel, <laughs> I feel like grip strength is the difference between you surviving a really hairy situation and not. I don't know why. I just feel like that's where it's at. If you it's, want to be a boss, you have to have a strong grip. Yep, yep. And I believe that comes, that comes down to your... Uh, didn't you say, tell me one time you had a dream about like saving the world... And it was... <laughs> this could totally be possible, but I don't know if I remember. <laughs> so it, it was something along the lines of um, it, essentially like an apocalypse, and you had to save Valerie's life, and like the one thing you could do was like catch her, she was falling. Yep. You see that happen in the movies all the time. I feel like <laughs> no one has the grip strength for that. I'm training the crap out of my grip strength. Right? Yeah, I'm going to be ready for that. Next time I come here, catch I'm going to have to squeeze Catch the damsel falling me. down, I know. <laughs> Squeeze ball. Make sure you train the other way too. You gotta get the extensors. Um, so I'd be doing that. Nutrition wise, I'm with you. I we both follow like a very clean eating diet, and we can talk more about that some other time. Which basically means we're doing fueling ourselves on meat, uh, veggies, starchy tubers, fruits, nuts, seeds, healthy fats, um, and we're trying to stay away from processed food as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I think you could attack this two ways. I think you could do it how you did it, and you reintroduce processed foods, so it's it's not going to be that you won't have a sticky situation at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of uh, guys in the army. That's like a, yep. a good solution for them is to keep a little bit of that stuff in there because they get out there with an MRE, like mm -mm. you got to be able to eat that thing. Um, I think I think I would build the bunker, dude. I'd be ready to build the bunker. <laughs> I get like a five gallon drum of coconut oil. Yes. Because that stuff keeps forever. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely have to learn how to hunt. Maybe that's the crossbow right there. Yeah. Crossbow training slash hunting. Uh, maybe how to set some cool snares and stuff. Mm -hmm. Basically, you got to go to primitive school. I have a friend who's going to primitive school up in Maine. Maybe he's learning how to like spear hunt. That's awesome. I know. I feel like he's already more of a man than I'll ever be. <laughs> it's really disappointing. Well, if you had a samurai sword. I, I do have a samurai sword, but it is not sharp. 
Oh. They won't let you bring sharp stuff back from Japan. It's pretty sad. Okay. Yeah. I've got a knife something, sharpener. Something about you can't bring, you know, swords capable of decapitating people onto a plane. We've got a rule. America. <laughs> Try to keep the man down. Uh, but anyway, those are some thoughts on uh, training. Maybe we'll dive in more into this and actually write up a training plan for this because I think that'd be sweet. That would be. Yeah, training for the apocalypse. Training for the zombie apocalypse, what to do, starting on day one, taking you through day 365, prepping you for the end. Yes. That'd be a fun project. Yeah, it'd be like one of those books that you you would read whenever you're a kid, and it's like, okay, you're on page 28. If you want to choose this ending, you go to page 35. (laughs) If you want to choose this ending... Choose your own adventure, dude. Exactly. Choose your own adventure. (laughs) So give you some alternative solutions. Yeah. I love it. Well, Jake, this has been a ton of fun. I'm glad we finally got to sit down and do this. Yeah, me too. Hopefully we'll be doing this again very soon. And again, if you have any questions right now, the best way to contact us is to go to freefitguy.com. There's a little contact link right on the top bar. Just fill that out and write podcast submission or podcast anywhere in the title. We'll know that that's a question for us and we'll be sure to get to it. Uh, We have lots of other questions coming to us from our gym and from our own experience. So we hope that this is valuable for you guys, and thanks again for listening. See you next week.